It's Spooche with the Cooche, and it's junk in a funk, feeling moody. Holla hooty, I ain't a saint, but I'll take your ass to the movies, no Blu-rays. 2021, we just trying to have some fun, put some sugar on the bun, add a little lemon twist, oh what a night. Got my Prius on full and I'm about to take a pull Got my mind on help and I'm looking for some wealth Seen that ass pop on the Instagram Got my ass blocked from the Tinder dam Mentally ill, still I keep it chill Speen be real, that ain't how you feel Yeah, okay, you right, I be way too hype We gotta wrap it up, I got therapy Yeah, apparently Spooch with the cooch Junk in a funk And we're falling, falling down And we're not getting up Not, not getting down And we're falling down And we're not getting up Yeah, this is a special shout out to all our pathetic little lamb out there Keep inching Keep moving This episode are we on 37 episode 37 of a podcast about falling down and not getting back up you've been listening so far so keep on um if you made it through the last couple episodes without having an aneurysm you need to be studied by a scientist yeah um or like you should have been in an inpatient facility a long, long time ago. Yeah, if you enjoyed and listened to them all the way through. Yeah. Um. So, um, I am Spencer Shepard, one half of one part of one whole of one thing called a podcast about falling down and not getting back up. Join with me as always is... Junk. A.K.A. Josh Peters. And Josh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing real good today. Y'all, for those of you who have been listening, have been keeping up, have been putting in them hours in that inpatient facility, uh, (laughs) you know sometimes we flip it around and the junk kind of takes a bit more of a lead when it comes to asking the questions. And that's kind of how it's going to go today. Um... So anyways, speaking, here, here's the first topic of the day sure. that I want to start going off on. Yeah. Um, and the topic is sex robots. Mm-hmm. And here's how, how I'm going to start off sure. that conversation. The, the term sex robots, if I said that to you in the year 2011, that you would just laugh and be like, that's a joke. Maybe, kind of. I would... Yeah. Well, maybe let's take it back to the year 2007. That, and if I told you about sex robots in 2007, you'd be like, how do I get one? You'd think, yeah, you'd be like, how do I get one? Blah, blah, 2007, blah. I am what, 16 years old. I would be um, taking all my coins that I've collected since Christmas and trying to buy one. Right. But the idea of that actually happening, do you think. At that point in time, you'd be like, no way. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I... So I discovered what a flashlight was when I was a freshman in high school. Uh-huh. Maybe like going into it, I kind of like knew what it was, but never seen one. Mm. Um, and then I went over to, uh, I guess I shouldn't say. It. I'll go. I went over to a, no, it's not a beep. I'll just not say it because the person doesn't need to be addressed. Even um, I went over to a friend's house who had one, <laughs> and he showed it to me. And was like, take a look at it, and then shoved it in my face as I was looking at it, dude. which is like, his dick is. It's like that was. It was awful, yeah, disgusting. It's a bit of sexual assault. Yeah, it is. It's just like assault of the senses in general. It's right. just not good. Yeah. Um, that was my first experience with seeing something that was like a sex toy, artificial, like artificial, artificial sex toy for men. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was my first experience with that. Imagine, though, that now we have the technology to take that thing, yeah, and attach the flashlight, and basically make it an entire person, yeah, person in quotes, right? Um, and attach artificial intelligence to it and mechanics behind it, and basically, it's like. It's not simulating. It, it can woman. be. Cl- it can. It's not like the same thing, but it can simulate it. What do I think? I think that it's. Um, and that technology is only gonna get better. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's not something that I should get into. Um, no, I think. And any... I don't recommend a healthy individual get into it, because like, porn has already fucked us up enough. Like it really has. Like I think yeah. that I t- when we talk to our friends that are from our generation, that kind of you know, within the several year span, I feel like all of us, every guy I know, watched has talks about how we have all watched way too much Copious porn amounts. at way too young of an age, so, and and so been seeing <laughs> things that have like kind of shifted the way that we think about sex in a not unhealthy way, and like has yeah. shifted our reality and our sort of like um. Maybe not not just our desires, but also like our uh, what we come to expect sex to be as an act, which is like I'm not gonna get too into that subject, but like it's damaging to watch porn a ton. Like it really can be absolutely. Um, and so this to me is like taking that up ten thousand fucking notches because that's, yeah, that's the that's, issue. Is yeah. then you can literally have sex with something and it's just you an have, object. Yeah. So it does two things. One is it, they'll probably make one for men, I would assume as well, or like a man version for women or other men or whatever the case, right, right. whatever you're identifying as. But um, it's going to definitely sort of like, it already as if women aren't sexualized enough. Like I feel like it will sort of reinstill this idea in men that women are objects because you are literally having literally. sex with an object right. who is supposed to be a woman. Right. So I don't know if that's going to be great for like the younger brain because like I'm not worried so much about us because like I think hopefully by the time the technology gets so good and these things become more prevalent that like, you know, I'm still with my girlfriend now who hopefully we will be married one day and then have that going on and I'm not mm-hmm. hopefully <clears throat> bringing a sex doll into my life at any point. Um, right. But then it's like but eh, then at for, age 70. Yeah, age 70, you know, do whatever the fuck you want. I guess. That's yeah. Once You've you earned it at that point. At 70 years old, dude, you... Yeah. Hopefully like, you earned it. 
And even if you haven't, you're going to do whatever you want. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the younger generation, like thinking about like my brothers and even younger kids like that. I think that's where it gets scary because it's going to really yeah. fuck with themselves. Like imagine not wanting to go to a party anymore because you don't really care. Like you're like, why do I need to go to a party? Why do I need to talk to girls? Like I can literally just have sex. With yeah. This. Why would I ever leave my apartment? Yeah. I can get ev- every the. The world can come. I, to I, I just, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, my biggest motivation to going out when I was between the ages of you don't 15, need to, this isn't an honest statement. It needs to, oh, just to listen, be honest. It's listen, like, I think listen, every human being that was a male or okay, female listen, yeah. wanted to get between fucked. the ages of like yeah. probably 14, 15 and like probably up into the day, my main motivation of going out is I have the possibility of getting laid and that possibility is enough for me to like be like oh let's see where this night takes takes me yeah you don't even but imagine but but imagine if that whole inspiration that you are basically saying like that's fucking universal junk like it's not like that's just you yeah imagine if that wasn't a thing anymore because people were like i don't have to leave the apartment so here's the here let me give you my takes on this which is Two part. It would be fucked up for that sense, but I also think you will never get the thrill of what it's like to actually because like you say like oh it's it's us to like go and get like it's like it's the chance of getting laid. Let's be more real. Even if you just ended up walking away with like a girl's number that you thought was attractive that you right. like, had a bomb night with and like maybe you kissed maybe like maybe there was just like a lot of flirtation and like the vibes were good and you got a number that alone would send anyone in a good mood for the rest. Like that's not, yeah, we're not, it's not like, yo, I'm like, if I ain't fucking, it ain't counting. It's like, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh y- yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So yeah. like the part of the human interaction that will still always be there is like humans aren't predictable. Like machines. I mean, they're predictable. We are, but not like in the same way that machines are, where it's like the machine's yeah. not saying no, there's no consent. Um, so that's another thing, right? That's another thing. The other thing, yeah. right? Like it doesn't have. It's... But no, think about that. Like you are, so you literally taken a woman and made her an it, an object. Right. Then you've also taken sex and you've made it unconsenting because it, there's no need to. That's like consenting. It's to, like that's I. Like, per, that's it's like, like I you bought asking you. yourself, "Is it okay if I masturbate myself right now?" Yeah, it's like I fucking bought you to do this. What that? Right. Yeah. But it's yeah. also a weird thing because then we're also like, it's a human that I'm buying to have sex with. There's these weird, there's all that stuff. But let's, so that's, we all understand that weirdness of it. But to me, the thrill of going up to a girl at a bar and like striking conversation with her and like having something spontaneous happen, mm. that will never go away. So I hope that what happens is that people still are like, I need that interaction. Right. The other thing is that for a while, until it becomes normalized, which eventually it will, because that's just the way the world works. But for a while, before it's normalized, people will be like, "What the fuck? You're having sex with a right. yeah, a yeah. five thousand dollar? It won't be chill. It'd be like you paid the won't cost be of a used car for that. Yeah, it won't be chill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like kind of like buying a hooker or something like that to me. Right. It's not something you go like, yeah, dude, I was fucked last night. It's like, ugh, dude, I got an escort for a whole weekend when I was in Vegas. Right. It's like that isn't even socially acceptable, really. Well, it depends on what circles you're rolling in, but of course, but um, yeah. So then, here's the flip side of it that I think could be good. Okay. Um. Maybe as like a therapeutic thing mm-hmm. for people who have like basically self-admittedly are like 
sexual predators and things like that. Like, what if? Yeah, it could be. That's that. that it's like eh, it's kind of creepy, but on the other hand, that's a really good idea. Because so in Washington, right? You know that they have an island, McNeil, right? I don't know the name of it. The fact that you do scares the bejeebus. It's, it's on that map. I know. <laughs> I know it's on that map. That map, Josh re- refers to a magic map of Puget Sound, by the way, not like a map of places that he needs to go soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have little pins and all those top London, yeah. uh, Paris, uh, McNeil Island, where all the pedophiles are kept. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so the thing about it is I actually watched some Vice thing, I think, uh-huh. like years ago on McNeil. And I don't know the name of it, but I guess it's yeah, McNeil yeah. Island. And some of these guys that are there voluntarily put them they were like dude i am fucked up like it's not like every pedophile just suddenly death with them fucked up sometimes they catch themselves being like i have these feelings right and it's fucked up and i know that it's fucked up and i wish i could do something about it which to me is like the same thing and we need to actually talk about that more because like that's the way to cure people or like reduce sexual assault it's is a by start is yeah. by letting people that feel that way feel like they have a place that like a therapist or someone that they can go and be like, yo, I'm fucked up because we're talking a lot about like mental health. Mm -hmm. That's part of mental health is like, there are people that are unfortunately hardwired in a way that is really, yeah, more. I think everybody has the possibility of doing that, but there are some people who their fucking brain is and body is just wired towards it. Right. And there's also the, like when they, if, if someone gets to the point where they're telling someone else they have that issue, you know that it's become to the point where they're like genuinely worried that they are going to act on it yes. if they don't do something. Which, like, I commend those people for the people that don't are act able and to do, do and are able to do that and are able to like take a permanent vacation right. on McNeil Island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Some of us just like the beaches. I don't know if that would be a good thing because I don't know if you want to like. I don't know the the sort of like the therapeutic remedies for someone who's like that maybe you actually try to like reduce all sort of sex in general yeah because that's the thing it's it like, kind of like it's like oh maybe we could make a an artificial child no 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 oh yeah yeah that would be i i was just thinking a human right that was a i wasn't going the route of making an artificial child because that's fucked yeah making an artificial child for them to fuck is so well, as a ro- like a robot right right but, i know but yeah. still i think that's fucked i think the the route you would go was to create a human that was there of their age and like tried to work them into yes i was not thinking we were going to create babies artificial babies for people to fuck josh you sick sick son of a bitch um oh no yeah we're gonna send you to mcneil island so um yeah that kind of goes into the second one and in in this one is a question but it's a broad question uh what's the deal with rural america um rural america uh, is only rural because, because they tell themselves that they're rural. Rural, like rural America, isn't necessary in the way that it used to be anymore. And also, rural America always had a small town center that was actually thriving. Like that's how we, it even existed. Right. Yeah. It's like those little shitty towns that you drive through, and you're like, "Who the hell lives here?" People used to, and people used to visit those stores, and it used to be like more communities. The industry went away that like kept the jobs there, and. Mm people that decided to stay there because they felt like that was their home um didn't have a lot of options and things like drugs worked their way through assist to a community like that right. and other kind of things and so right. like you get and end up with all these flyover states that are filled with little towns uh, little meth towns and 
um, the deal with rural America is is that there's a lot of really hardworking people out there that are still actually grinding their asses off to make a lot of life work for the rest of us Americans that we take for granted all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge amount of farming that still happens in this country. Yeah. And they're dealing with like terrible climate change um, that makes it really difficult for them to do their jobs and do their things. I mean, farming's tough. So rural America is filled with it's legitimately tough people that have a lot of pride and should be there and should be representing their family and like that have lived on a generation that are multiple multiple generational deep farms Mm -hmm. and i think that's cool um and i think if you want to be rural that's cool if you're like i'm not meant for this like world in the big sense i need to like get out i think that's another thing where it's like you are looking at yourself and going i would not do well in the city i need to get out into rural america you do (laughs) um And so I think that's a good call. I have no issue with rural America. I think that, unfortunately, because they're so unexposed to other walks of life and you're in a town where, let's say, and when people think about rural America, I think we're being honest, the vision that we have is immediately like poor white people kind of is like the first thing that comes up. That's true. Yeah. I don't think about people of color. You know, maybe you think about Hispanic migrant workers because that's also part of those kind of communities um yeah. that's like when you think blue collar you think a white dude that's in a union from the midwest that's yeah what you think or union anywhere you know yeah. and um and, and so yeah. those i think what has happened is that that is a group of people that has been attacked by both sides of the political spectrum and also attacked socially for being out there and they feel very attacked, which also increases their sense of pride about being out there because they're like, people want to fucking take this shit from us. No one wants to take it from you. You can stay out there. <laughs> yeah, you can um, keep it. <laughs> and I think that's the deal with rural Yeah, because America. it's like on, on, on one hand, Republicans uh, despise them because they're poor and working class not even necessarily poor but they're working class and they work for their money and the democrats despise them because their cultural values are completely different and the education level is completely completely different and by the way when we say this stuff we're talking about the stereotypes not the actual everything or or generalizations generalizations Yeah, yeah 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 Of course, there are like smart people. There are people with PhDs that live there. There yes. are people that are doctors. There are people that are lawyers that there are, are very intelligent. That, let's just be honest. Yeah. Haven't graduated college or high school that people are like, oh, they're stupid, and yet they have a skill set and they know about things that none of us know about. And so, like, you can call them stupid if you want to because you're like intellectually profound, Neil Griffey, who thinks that he's like above yeah, bleep. us. Um, <laughs> There's those um, types, but then, you know, I, there's also, but but there's also like this type of timber only grows in this area of the Southeast in Georgia, and it is the thickest type of oak you can ever find, and it is wanted across the world, and to know how to fell it, and to, to cut it down, and to make it clean, and to turn it into actual lumber to sell, my God, you might as well have gone to school for it, you know? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of these people have skills and things like that. And, like, um, you know, there's parts of living rural that 
feel like it makes sense and it does let you detach and let you like live more in the present moment. And I think that, um, there are people that are out there that are enjoying it. And I think there's people out there that probably should not be out there and they should come into the cities and that they get themselves into shitty situations because they're so bored or they're feeling so whatever that they end up doing drugs or doing yada yada or like, yeah, so they need, they need more America is exactly where it, where it is is where it needs to be. Do we have too much content? Yeah, of course. And this is the and this is the follow up uh, statement I wanted to make. We literally are putting out being, too much no, content. No, human beings. Yeah, like me and you when are I'm, contributing <laughs> to too much content currently. But this is what I want to say. You, like, do you remember the time whenever there was a new movie coming out? Yes. You saw it in theaters. Yes. You saw it in the commercials. Yes. On the TV shows that you were watching the evening when you came home from school and when your parents and there was were only work like, together. Yes. And if you didn't see it then, then you saw it on either VHS or DVD that you rented right. at some kind of blockbuster or blockbuster type kind of place. Net, like, we used to live in that era where like it, we didn't have a choice. It was fed to us. It was given to us. I know. Um, I think the choices it like everything there's always a good and a bad because it also leaves way for people who are creatives who would never otherwise been discovered an opportunity to like voice themselves and do right. things like that um if you have made an instagram video where you use the voice of siri or a tiktok video mm-hmm. it's over for you um if you've ever said <laughs> yeah there's a clinic that... Uh, no, there's not a clinic. There's nothing that can be done for you. Uh, so you th- well, let's just say by clinic, I mean it's a quote-unquote adoption place, but they'll kill you if you ain't adopted in a week. They'll put you down. Anyways, that got dark. Okay, moving on. Um, Yes, we have too much content. We don't need to go into the whole... It's such a huge conversation to have, and... As people that are creating oh, yeah. content, I don't think we need to go too far down it. I think, but that, in the sense of like feature length movies, right? But there's it's too like, many of them. Yeah, there is and there isn't. I mean, here's the deal: you have to take a thousand shots for a good one to happen. Sometimes, you know, like true. That is true, and that's always been true. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I, I think what's happening is that people are actually not seen movies anymore and like you think that uh, film industry is weird yeah. now imagine 10 years from now 15 years from now 20 years from now when our generation becomes more and more like the adults of the world and the younger generation become the adults of the world and we're like yeah we're done watching movies like this we're actually gonna do 15 second shorts gotcha i just like yeah hey hey everyone we're gonna go to my grandpa's house and we're gonna fucking make fun of him yeah. it's a prank show and Li- yeah listen all of the studies are showing that the average human attention span has been shortened by 45 minutes. That means movies won't work anymore. So if we're going to appeal to the least common denominator, we are going to show <laughs> one second little clips featuring the coolest new dance moves by the hottest little teens. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's like, what's happening. Yeah. 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 Oh, and we're going to get those dangly little Christ earrings and put them in their ears too. Yeah. And was and we're gonna get boys to do perms and like cut the bottom half of their head off. Yeah, or maybe that's just me that's doing the perm. No, it's you that's cutting the head off. It's you went for the perm. They accidentally cut the head. 
Yeah. Um, what what's, came first, the perm or the or the head? It's actually a story that the mo the Moyle has to ask himself before he snips the snip. The Moyle is um sort of a character that Michael Mudry the, thinks he is. Yeah, it has to do with cutting around the head. You know. And as we know, no one has cut my head. That's why they call me Armadillo Spine. Um, okay, so... <laughs> I think this is where we wrap it up. <laughs> All right, well, um, thanks for tuning in to another episode of a podcast about falling down and not getting back up. Uh, Spencer Shepard, your host with the most this. Junk. 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 Joshua Peters. Um, As always. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to have... I know people have been like, where the hell are the interviews? Well... I coming. will tell you, They're we coming. are struggling to make it happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're working on it. We're working on no, it. No, there's more in it. There's more there's more fun. There's more entertainment. There's more content that you crave. Yeah, there is the content you crave and then the content that you don't crave and wish you'd never had anything to do with. That will still be there too. Yeah. Um all right. Ta da. Bye bye. Bye bye.